0: Hey guys, this is Destiny. This is Megan. And this is our podcast. It's just live. <laughs> Woo! We crack up every time we listen back to yes. that
1: like first part. Because we're awkward. Woo! And it's lovely. So... <laughs> um- we have a couple of updates.
0: Yes. If you listen to our last podcast in the beginning, we talked about how we went on a blind date with our, well, our <laughs> we friend on went it. on <laughs> a blind date and we went and
1: sat in the same area. Yes. So it actually ended up being super cool. Like it wasn't at all what I expected that it was going to be, uh, yeah. but it ended up being really
0: cool. Yes. So. so the first restaurant we went to had like a 40 minute wait. So, they ended up going somewhere else, and we followed them to this second restaurant. And so, we didn't get to go in early, like we talked about, which... So, our friend was waiting for the guy who, we were like, where did he go? Because he was, like, missing in action for 10 minutes. And she was waiting in the lobby for him, standing there. And she's like, maybe he drove around the back. Maybe he is. And we were like, where is, like, did he see her and stand her up? Like, what a jerk. Like, all this stuff. And, um, so, I think I just got bit by something. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So, we go into the restaurant and we tell the hostess like hey you see that lady over there we're her friend she's meeting somebody can we sit by
1: them yeah and so she was like okay let me go get the manager yeah we were like ah Uh, (laughs) so she walks away and then all of a sudden you see her come out with a manager and they're like pointing to different places yeah and then she comes up and she's like okay follow me Guys, there's two of us, and we were sitting at an eight person table. Like, it was huge. Huge. And people would like come in and look at us, like, what are you doing? Right. So we're like sitting in the middle because, I mean, where do you sit at an eight person table?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't think about social distancing still when we went. Like, we were so amped up. And so they had, you know, a certain number of tables
1: closed off. This was the closest one that they could get us To her So our friend was like Well I guess maybe he's not coming or whatever So she first sits down with us Orders her drink And then we notice oh my gosh He's sitting at a table right across From us He's
0: been here the whole time She was sitting out there for like 10-15 Minutes really waiting for him And he was in here sitting And remember the hostess was like I think that I know who she's meeting, so this is very important. Oh, yeah. Am I right? What, what does, does that, that mean? mean?
1: He was in there waiting yep. for her. That makes sense now. <laughs> so she like got up super quickly, <laughs> and thankfully like where he was sitting, he had his back turned to us, so he yeah. wouldn't have been able to see any of this. Yeah. So she like got up really quickly and goes, you know, sits down with him, and then we're like, oh man, the whole drink situation. <laughs> like the waitress came back to give her her drink. She was and gone. And We're like, oh, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> Don't let him know we're here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we could we could kind of hear them but not mm-hmm.
1: enough to really know what they were talking about. Yeah, it was mainly just like being able to see her face, right? To be yeah. able to gauge like her expressions yes. and like how comfortable she was and that type of thing. I did not get to throw my food on the floor. Sad sad day. But so I ended up saying thank you to the manager at one point when he was passing by mm-hmm. and he came over And he ends up telling, so this is at Johnny Carino's. This is really important because we're giving them shout outs because of how great they were. Um, so he came over and he told us next time you don't even have to come if you don't want to, like, you can just call and ask to speak to me, the manager or the general manager, and we'll make sure and keep our eye out on her while she's here. Yeah. How cool is that Mm -hmm. guys? And he starts talking about
0: how he's had to throw men out before because of how they are treating the women that they're with, mm-hmm. and um, he started talking about different ideas that he's had to try to help women feel more safe in the restaurant, mm-hmm. like code words, things like that, that we won't share because right. they're for women only. <laughs> yeah. So, for safety reasons, we're <laughs> not going to share
1: about the safety. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so great like I enjoyed having this conversation so much with him because he was like I as a man will never be able to fully understand like what that's like for you guys being in that situation yeah um but he ended up he was vulnerable Mm -hmm. with us and shared about um a situation that like his ex-wife had gone through and how like that helped him to be able to kind of step into her shoes a little bit yeah and so he was like you know from that time on like I don't want women to be in that situation you know what I mean like I want them to feel safe and recognizing that hey sometimes it's women that's making the men uncomfortable yeah and so just like all around like being so aware of that Mm -hmm. and like caring more about the people that comes into his establishment rather than the money that we're, uh, they're making. Yeah. So if you live in Oklahoma City,
0: frequent the Johnny Carino's on Memorial. Yes.
1: Because they rock. They do. Like, I will gladly keep going there.
0: The food is okay. <laughs> I don't really like mine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little mediocre in the food department. But it's not expensive. No. And I just will continue to go back because, like, that's so rare to find. It really is. Especially in the restaurant business. And it's, you know, I want to support him. Absolutely. So. So, anyway. Can we also talk about how their date did not go super well? Like, it went okay. She, like, laughed. We thought it was going great because she was (laughs) laughing the whole time wasn't yeah we got home and
1: she was like no
0: and then he ends the date and he's like you want to come up to my hotel room to see my
1: dog (laughs) like you idiot (laughs) no i don't want to see your dog (laughs) or the inside of your hotel room no i'm not stupid yeah some are great
0: like come on guys be chivalrous
1: Anyway, that's a whole nother rant. Anyway, so the second one we have is that in the last episode, um, when we were talking about vulnerability, we talked about how Destiny and I um, were going to go to friendship counseling if that was an option. Yes. (laughs) Turns out it is not going to be an option for us.
0: Uh, this is a whole other episode that we will probably do later. Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, it was $100 a session. Guys, nobody can afford that. Like, if you're wanting to go to counseling every week to truly be able to work through things, you have to make bukus of money. Yeah, like, I don't have an extra four or $500 a month just to no, spend on counseling. That's ridiculous. And I have insurance, but <laughs> it,
0: like, isn't covered until my deductible is met. Come on, insurance
1: companies. Right? Counseling is important, guys. Ugh. So, um, we did not go with the counseling route. We did not. But we decided to have a hard conversation. We did. And so we did that yesterday, well, last night. Yeah. And it was awkward. And it, it was, was. hard.
0: <laughs> we both were like, <laughs> In this place where we were like, I'm done, and she's just gonna have to do yep. all this stuff, yep. and we're saying the same thing to ourselves,
1: not to each other. Uh huh. It's great. And, and then we come together. Yeah. And <laughs> in this like actual episode. We're going to talk about how like I do really awkward things like hand movements and like <laughs> spinning in circles whenever I feel awkward. And so there was a whole lot of hand movement oh, in that yeah. conversation last night. There was. And I,
0: <laughs> I laugh and ramble when I'm nervous. There was a lot of that
1: too. It was great.
0: <laughs> so in this episode, we do a brief... Synopsis of 2020 so far. Yay! Pretty brief in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then we just dive into shame. And this episode's a little longer than our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but shame is a hard topic. It's there's a lot in there, and we wanted to update you about the date, so that's yeah. a
1: little bit of extra time. you yeah,
0: know, yeah, that was fun. Yes. So we hope you guys enjoy um send us a message at anchor.fm slash it's just life one word
1: and yeah enjoy 2020 has been cray cray oh my gosh one of the super crazy things, but also really cool things, I think, is this whole, like, Africa dirt thing that's supposedly taking place. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have heard about it, but apparently, I think it's from Sahara, right? Yeah, from the Sahara. Yeah, so there's, like, this big, like, dust bowl thing that's, like, blowing in from Africa, and, um
0: what in the world and it probably has started because you guys are listening to this on Monday Mm -hmm. so it's supposed to come in over the weekend
1: which kind of exciting for me because like I've wanted to go to Africa since I was a kid and so, um, for the moment, this is as close as I'm going to get to Africa. It's like Africa is coming to visit me. <laughs> so are you going to get little jars? I am. Yes. I'm going to go out today and like buy some little jars and in the middle of this supposed dust bowl that we're going to be having, I'm going to go not supposed outside. to go outside. So I'm going to because I'm rebellious in nature sometimes. And I'm going to scoop up a whole bunch of dirt and like put the lid on it so I can save it and be like, Africa. You're here. Thanks for saying hi. Yeah, and then I'm going to, like, put it on my desk or, like, keep it in my room.
0: That's awesome. Yep. I love how excited Megan is about this because it's kind of awful that it's happening. It is. Like, they were saying that when it hit Puerto Rico, they couldn't, like, it was so bad you couldn't breathe outside and you could only see a few miles ahead of you.
1: Hey, we already have masks. So I think you need a different mask to (laughs) to take one mask from one kind of pandemic we're having
0: (laughs) to use for another one. Oh my gosh. 2020 has (laughs) been a ride that nobody wanted to get on.
1: No, was not expecting either. A pandemic, Africa dirt, racial injustice. All kinds of
0: things. Hillary Clinton testifying and nobody knowing or hearing about it. <laughs> she goes to court on September ninth, people, just so you know. Um she you can Google and find her oral arguments from her mm. appearance from the second. This is important, people. <laughs> Get adjudicated. Um, so yeah, twenty twenty has just been one for the books. It has
1: been. What was that meme that you read me earlier? Oh, it was something about um like always wondering what it would be like to live through like the civil rights movement and Watergate <laughs> and the Great Depression and like all of these different things the, in it, history. The Spanish <laughs> flu. Yeah, but never like wanting to live through them at one time. Yeah. So thanks, all you people who wanted to know what that was like. <laughs> right here we are. I blame you. <laughs> I saw another meme on Facebook that was uh, talking about how, like, later on we're going to refer to people like when they're crazy or just, you know, like, for example, like guys that are crazy or whatever. be like, whoa, he is so <laughs> 2020. Like, yeah. Why wait? I'm going to
0: start doing that now. Right. Why wait? Oh, my gosh. Uh, they are so
1: 2020.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so 2020. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Was that Jimmy Fallon. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that! Uh, he's so
1: great.
0: Oh, I yeah. love it. Okay. Ew. Anyway, all of this to say, today we're going to talk about shame. <laughs> As we're shaming 2020, I which 2020 go. deserves it, man. And 2020 is yeah. not a person. I think that kind
1: so. of negates the rest of the conversation but we're about to have. 2020 isn't a person. <laughs>
0: It's not a human being. Right?
1: Uh, sure, why not?
0: So here we go, guys. Don't
1: shame people.
0: <laughs> it's okay to shame a year, I
1: guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's called coping. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. Nope.
0: Anyway, we're just going to dive into um, this bully that we
1: call shame. Yep. Yeah, so... Um, one of like the dictionary versions definitions of shame is the painful feeling arising from the consciousness of something dishonorable, improper, ridiculous, etc., done by oneself or another. That's that's very mouthy, like wordy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that definition whatsoever. But I think we kind of wanted to do like wrap around, so you could just kind of hear like. Different kinds of definitions. Yeah, so we're gonna narrow it down. I think when you like break
0: that definition down, I I think it's a pretty good definition, but it just sounds so. It just is too much to like process. Yes. And comprehend. Yeah. Like let's, dumb it down. Yeah. <laughs> Make it simple. Yeah. Uh Brene Brown, our favorite shout out, BB. Hey. Hey. Best uh, friend. <laughs> BFF. She defines it as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging.
1: I love that so much. I feel like it just hits it right on the nail like it really does like it simplifies it it makes it easy to understand yeah but and it talks about the biggest part which is believing that we are flawed
0: and therefore unworthy of love and belonging like something doesn't work or affect you if you don't believe it that's so true that's good, Destiny.
1: Thanks. You're welcome. Well, really, it's Brene Brown. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> since we can't make everything about Brene Brown, <laughs> we decided to come up with our own definition. I think you guys will like it. And so, our definition is that shame is a bully that wants to keep you small, isolated, and silent.
0: Bam. The
1: end. And the podcast. Ta-da! No, but we really,
0: um, it is. It's a bully. and. Mm-hmm. I like using that because, yeah, it's, like, cheesy and cliche, and I like cheesy stuff. Yes. <laughs> but I also like it because um, we're going to talk about, as we kind of break this down some more, um, the different ways that, that shame comes and attacks you, mm-hmm. one of them being through your self-talk, and it's it's like a bully. Like, Absolutely. it just beats you
1: down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, what shame is...
0: Yeah, so we're just going to talk about, um, spend some time talking about, like, what is shame? What does it look like? What does it feel mm-hmm. like? Um, we've kind of come to the conclusion that shame is condemnation. Um, it it causes a lot of things in your life. It causes fear.
1: It causes hiding, um, mm-hmm. even from the people that you're closest to. Oh, yeah. I think especially the people that you're closest to, because I know, like, for me i don't care necessarily what people think that like i don't know Mm. it's the people that are close to me that i care about what they think Mm. and so when i'm operating out of shame like that's what i care about the most is the people that are close to me yeah and so that's who i hide from the most that makes sense yeah Mm. um
0: It causes detachment, Mm -hmm. like detaching from people, like we talked about, like isolating and hiding, Um, but it also causes detachment from your emotions, Mm -hmm. and, like, living that way
1: causes a whole bunch of other stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think it's really just, like, detaching from life in general Yeah, sometimes, you know, where it's like you're just kind of going through the motions, you're not living your life or like participating in your life necessarily you know you're just participating in your life
0: surviving and
1: making it through
0: yeah it's kind of like you're just a zombie like yeah walking through whatever the day throws at you pretty much and if you've ever been there you know that it's not fun and it's so hard to
1: get out of oh my gosh it's awful. It's a bully. It's a bully. Because it just keeps Six. coming and it's like, pound, it pound, pound. The second you think, like, you're starting to get out of it, then it's like, oh, hey, here's one more sucker punch. Yep. And you're like, okay, bye. Oh, I'll go back down
0: into my hole. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Don't know why I tried to get out of it in the first
0: place. Man, it just it tears you down and it just shame says I am bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say like what I did was bad or yeah. that action or that thought was bad. It says I am bad. Yeah. And it attacks the person you mm-hmm. as a as a human. It attacks your identity. Um and and that's what causes all of the hiding because you mm-hmm. start to believe I'm a bad person and I'm not worthy of being loved. Yep.
1: Or belonging or yeah. Yeah. So we're going to give you some personal examples because, you know, we talked about vulnerability last week. This is my favorite part. (laughs) So all of these things kind of go hand in hand. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. So
0: um, think back to your college days.
1: No, thank you. (laughs) Pass.
0: Uh, Who were you in college? What were you like? Did you know who you were? Like, are you the same person that you were then that you are now? Hopefully, the answer is no. Right. For me, the answer is definitely no. (laughs) I am not the same person. I have got so much healing and revelation, and my priorities are different. Mm -hmm. Everything about me is different. Like, even just my relationship with the Lord is better and deeper Mm -hmm. and stronger. Um, So, when I was in college, (laughs) I was a kid. Now now that I'm out of college, I think that everyone in college is a kid. Like, how cliche is that? I'm only 26. (laughs) I feel so
1: much older.
0: (laughs) I'm deflecting, clearly. Okay, so... (laughs) Hey, I'm glad you were able to recognize them in the moment. <laughs> Call it out. So in college, like obviously I made mistakes. I wasn't um always a great friend. Um, I didn't I definitely didn't react to things in a healthy way mm-hmm. because I wasn't a healthy person. I was depressed but didn't know it. Yeah. I was dealing with anxiety but couldn't name it. I had rejection issues. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was. Like, my identity was wrapped up in my college internship and Mm -hmm. and in my job. And that's who I was instead of knowing my true identity. And so it just caused, especially towards the end of college, when I was about to graduate, Mm -hmm. and it was like all of that security was being ripped away from me. I had no idea in the moment. It wouldn't be like two years before I could start to recognize that in myself. But because of that, I, I just started kind of lashing out. And really it was a cry for help that went unheard because I wasn't communicating it well because I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's just a lot of things that I did wrong my last year. And um, because of that, after graduation, any time that I would think about having to see people that I went to college with, mm-hmm. I would, like, start panicking. Aww. And it was, like, I can't go. Like, I had to, like, talk myself up in my head mm-hmm. of, like, you're, like, you're, like, kind of creating this this self-important, yeah. unidentifiable, like personality mm-hmm. that wasn't true to who I actually was because I didn't think that I was
1: good enough. Yeah. So whenever you're going through that like what were some of the thoughts that were going through your mind?
0: Um yeah. So there there are people who graduated the same program that I did who went off and and did things great things, cool things, mm-hmm. things that I deemed successful <laughs> and I didn't deem myself successful. Yep. And so, being like, oh, I have to go be around them, but I'm a failure and they're a success. Mm-hmm. Like, not, we're just doing different things. Right. That, and I'm still, you know, doing doing good and I'm still successful in my own way. Yeah. It was very much a, they're successful and I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. They're good and I'm bad. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, I would avoid any type of, like, reunion things that we would oh. do. I it was hard it was it was like anxiety attacks before and after having to see people. Oh gosh. Now. Now that I know, what's true, and I know myself more, mm-hmm. um, and I know my identity better, it's not as much. Like there's still that that lingering with For some sure. people where yeah. I'm like, I don't. I just don't want to go see them. Mm. <laughs> but, um, it's definitely better. That's good. But
1: it's it's still a
0: progress, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: And I think that's, you know, always kind of the case. Yeah. We're always works in progress. That's true. So. Yeah. So uh, that's my example of how
0: shame has affected relationships and things like that.
1: Yay! Woo-hoo! Such good times. Fun! <laughs> <laughs> Super. What whoop! whoop. Um, let's see. So (laughs) I have a couple examples. One of them is kind of just more generalized where like over the years, like I've fallen into that same trap of like comparing myself to people that I thought was successful. Mm -hmm. And so, because I'm not doing this and that, then I'm a failure and I'm bad and I'm not worthy of, you know, love and different things like that. And so, Really, just over the years, like, shame and fear have been the two biggest things that have kept me from using my voice. Mm. And so that's kind of part of where we're at today with this podcast, <laughs> learning how to use our voice. Surprise! <laughs> it's learning how to walk out of that shame. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's more generalized. Um. The other example would be last year. Um, I mean, really, the whole year was nothing but filled with shame. But towards the beginning of the year, after a situation had occurred at work, um, I felt a lot of shame for what had happened, even though it was somebody else's actions rather than my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I avoided looking people in the eye. I mean, I just really avoided people at work in general. <laughs> like, if they would walk into a room, I would find an exit and I would take off, like, spend a lot of time in the bathroom, like, just avoid it in every way possible. Um, and so a couple people in authority had taken notice of it and, like, they would try to talk to me and then I would avoid them. <laughs> and so finally, like, they would catch me At moments where like I couldn't leave and yeah like one of these incidents guys will just be really vulnerable right now this person had walked into the room and so immediately like I'm like exit 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 so I'm looking around the room at all of the doors And we had, like, several set of doors in this room. So, like, one of them would require me to, like, pass by this person. (laughs) Um, Another one led outside. So, I'm like, that would just be weird (laughs) to just run outside. And then the other set of doors was going to be, like, the direction that he was going in. So, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just run into him, like, once I get out of this room. So, that's not going to (laughs) work. And so, because, like, I really just wanted to crawl in a hole and disappear and couldn't do that... I just started spinning in circles because I didn't know what else to do, guys. And so when I finally stopped spinning and I looked up, of course, instead (laughs) of walking through the door, he was now standing in front of me and he was like, hey, Megan. I was like, hey. (laughs) And he goes, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm good. How are you? And he's like, clearly. (laughs) So, he goes, you want to talk about what's going on? And, you know, of course, no, I don't. Um, But here we are. And so, that forced me to, like, have this conversation where I was like, yeah, it's because of what just happened and, like, blah, 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 blah. And so, he was able to kind of, like, speak truth over, like how I was feeling about that situation and, like, gave this really super awkward, like, side hug <laughs> at the end. <laughs> and in line with uh, the same situation, another person in authority had found me um, and, like, called me out on it. And he was like, sit down. We need to talk. Take your earphones out. And I'm like, oh, man. Which sounds harsh, but... Megan responds well to that. It's true. that Yeah, like, if you're just nice about it, it no. So, the <laughs> fact when you have to be like, sit down, I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> happening, okay. So, he was like, clearly you're not okay. Um, Let's talk about this. Yeah. And so, we, like, hashed it out. And basically, what it ended up coming down to after he started speaking truth over it was how, like... I'll let you feel the way that you're feeling in the moment because, like, it's valid the way that you feel mm-hmm. and it's okay to feel that way, but, like, I'm not going to let you stay that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can keep being this way for a little bit, but, like, we're going to have an intervention if that's what it comes <laughs> down to. <laughs> At some point. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, it was just really cool to have, like, people who took note yeah. of, like, the shame that I was feeling um because obviously like shame wants to keep you silent so I wasn't Mm -hmm. gonna be like hey guys this is what I'm feeling because you feel like you can't exactly yeah and so they were able to call me out on it even though it made me super uncomfortable yeah but it was good good it was good
0: that's good yeah
1: I just, I love that we can laugh about that story now. I know. And the crazy thing is, I've spun in circles since then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and even my coworkers, <laughs> when they start feeling awkward, I've started seeing how, like, they've started doing, like, super awkward things, too, and like I'm like,
0: the oh, that you do. yes, I'm like,
1: oh my gosh, you guys have been around me way too long. <laughs> so, for your mind, picture...
0: <laughs> Somebody's standing there, and they feel awkward, and they get a little tense, and they
1: have, like, T-Rex arms, and they just go up and down. Yep, that's what I do. And sometimes, like, I'll move my hands into, like, the shape of, like, a hoof, and then start, like, moving them up and down. Oh, man. Or sometimes I'll, like, slap the side of my legs walking down a hallway. I did that a few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. You just never know what's gonna happen. Just gotta get that that anxious
0: energy out. Yeah, gotta do something because yep. your body holds it. Gotta get it out.
1: <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens. I don't realize <laughs> I'm doing it at first either. And then I'm like, mm, it's probably oh. weird. <laughs> yep. So shame. Let's get back to that. Yeah, fun stuff.
0: Okay, so we want to talk about a couple of the way a couple of the things that shame just feeds into. <laughs> um so we've talked a little bit about some of these, but shame feeds fear. And mm-hmm. so what that can look like is like what we've been talking about we have shameful feelings and then all of a sudden we are afraid of what people will think or Mm -hmm. say or how they'll react um if they knew and so it it makes us hide um in fear instead of coming out and being vulnerable like we talked about on the last episode
1: yeah and i think so taking it a step back and like Let's talk about maybe, like, things that people say that can cause shame, mm-hmm. right? So instead of just examples yeah. of, like, us feeling it, yeah. it's what can that look like in an actual situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, do you have a situation? <laughs> um, Well, I think
0: one way is if somebody's coming to you and... They're upset or they're going through something and um, they're sharing with you like a mistake or something that they're afraid to share. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we just go into like fix it mode. Yeah. Like, well, what if you did blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or if you would have done this, this and this
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of just being a safe place Yeah. and listening and loving them and accepting them as a person even Mm -hmm. if what they did was awful (laughs) like they're coming to you vulnerable right um just being there and then you know holding advice and holding help until Mm -hmm. it's appropriate or they ask you
1: for it yeah that's good because I mean chances are they probably feel bad you know yeah they so probably don't need you to make them feel exactly bad about like. It. Usually, we're our own worst enemy, so it's like we're pretty good at making ourselves feel bad about things. Yes, and but that's where like the fear comes in because mm-hmm. if I
0: do something bad, and maybe I've told Megan something before and she's reacted that way and mm-hmm. she's like, "Well, this is what you need to do to fix it," then in the future I'm gonna be afraid yeah. and that shame is gonna keep me from going to her again
1: absolutely and I think that response just kind of fuels that like I am bad mentality that you're yes. already feeling like yes. um going through depression last year good night there's been all kinds of responses you know what I mean from like oh well if you just would have read your bible more mm-hmm. if you would have prayed more or even one and I'm know like this person's heart and they weren't meaning it to be shameful but they were like oh you're too pretty to be depressed Uh and I was like are you serious like what does that have to do with anything Uh and so that was like a whole new level of oh well because I look a certain way I'm not allowed to feel like Mm -hmm. this and so that then made me want to keep up this appearance right like I already felt like I had to keep an appearance up. And so that just kind of like reinforced that, oh, yeah, like I have to make sure that my makeup's done and keep the lipstick on yeah. and wear my heels and do all of these things. Look like I have it all together. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, it wasn't the only time that somebody made that statement. You know, that one was a little more pronounced. But then other people were like, oh, well, you always look like
0: you have blah, it all blah, blah, blah. together. Yeah. Or, so. Yeah. We were talking about this or that statement earlier of like, well, I just, you look like you have it all together. And so I thought, like, I just felt like I couldn't not have it all together to be Mm -hmm. around you. Like, I know that I hear that at least once a year from somebody. Um, One of our mutual friends said that to me last year. She was like, well, I just always thought that you had it all together and Mm -hmm. I couldn't be your friend because I was a mess and you weren't. And I was like... (laughs) Whoa!
1: <laughs> Which, I mean, I'll admit, like, I'm totally guilty of thinking that. <laughs> totally guilty. Especially in those seasons where you are trying to heal from things. Uh, and so you just feel like you're all over the place. And yeah. because you can't see it, like, necessarily looking at somebody else. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. Let me. Yeah. Well, Because we're so focused. Just as humans, it's natural for us to
0: be focused on us, what we're thinking, what we've mm-hmm. done wrong all of our emotions and struggles, things that we're trying to work through, that we can't always see it when Mm -hmm. someone else is going through it. And you're not going to know, like, I'm not just going to go up to somebody that I don't really talk to and be like, yeah, man, I'm just really depressed right now. (laughs)
1: Like, like,
0: you just don't know what someone else is going through. And so it's, it's easy to fall into that trap of like, I can't be their friend because they're so together mm-hmm. and
1: and all of that. It's like, mm-hmm. they're probably not. It's so true. And so just all of these different things, like, we're talking about what shame feeds. And so, like, you're already feeling those things whenever you're feeling shame. Yeah. And then, like, having statements like that made just reinforces, like, mm-hmm. those things that you're already feeling. Like, the fear and depression and anxiety. And Yeah. N- Brene Bram <laughs> says... Hey. Um, shame drives
0: its power from being unspeakable. Mm, That's so good. That's everything that we've, we've talked about so far is you feel like you can't talk about it. You feel like you can't Mm -hmm. share it and that's where its power comes from. Absolutely.
1: So I think it's, yeah, for sure. Wanting to keep you silent. Um, and then I think it feeds on insecurity for sure. Yeah, I think that it it definitely comes
0: from like a false sense of self, mm-hmm. meaning you don't think that you're good enough and yep. you
1: think you're bad. Absolutely. Or like, you know, if you're a perfectionist or like performance-based, mm-hmm. right? Like, hello, yeah. anybody else? <laughs> Let's be real. When you think that like... You deserve love based off of, like, what you do. Yeah. Um, Because, again, that's focused on... Your
0: actions. Yeah, your actions. Yeah, Yeah, and, oh, that makes so much sense. Because if if shame comes from our actions or somebody else's actions, Mm -hmm. and it's something that's done, but we take it and say, I'm bad... It's the same, like if you are performance based, it's actions. It's yeah. the actions that you do or that are done to you or yep. for you that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And they can't, they like repel each other. Yeah. When in reality, it's not performance based acceptance. It's mm-hmm. not how well you perform or what you do or what people do for you that gives you love or makes you enough. You, your core being, yeah. We're fearfully and wonderfully made and created and you alone are enough
1: mm-hmm.
0: no matter what you ever do yeah and that's where it comes from
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it is a bugger oh knowing your identity being confident in your identity mm-hmm. is a game changer
1: it really is it's super super hard It is. And, y'all, it's going to take time. Like, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like, it's a process because... You know, you could randomly just have a day where somebody says something to you that, oh, that triggers something that happened when you were five. Yep. You know what I mean? And, yep. like, you didn't know it until this moment, and suddenly, like, you're reacting a certain way or feeling a certain way, and you're like, where did this come from? Yeah. And you have no idea. Yeah. Until you, like,
0: sit down to name it.
1: hmm Ugh. Yeah. So, speaking of naming things. Yes. That is our first step in overcoming shame.
0: Yeah. Beat it down. Yes. Punch it in square the in the face. Face. It sucks. It's a bully.
1: <laughs> it does. Because again, like we've been talking about, shame wants to keep you silent. Like that's yeah. what it thrives on. Yeah. And so the first step in being able like, to cut it off is to speak it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you have to find your people, like we talked about in the last episode.
0: Being being vulnerable is so important, and Mm -hmm. shame keeps you from being vulnerable. Yeah. So you have to. It takes intentionality. It takes Mm -hmm. some grit and some endurance to fight through those feelings of fear and shame, Mm -hmm. and find the people who have earned your vulnerability. That's so. And name it with them, Mm -hmm. because then. It's out in the
1: light. It's not. It's not hidden in darkness anymore, and it has no power over you. Exactly. And guys, like it's okay for this to look messy. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's not gonna be pretty. No. Whatsoever. No. And we had a conversation
0: last night where I was like, I'm fully convinced that if life looks messy, it's because you're moving forward. Like, life doesn't look messy if. You are not doing anything. It's
1: so true. That was such a powerful moment. Like yes, yes. Messy is good, guys. Yeah. Messy is holy, and like, it's real. No, yeah. it's authentic and it's vulnerable and it's brave and. Mm-hmm. I was watching the Chosen series. <laughs> back a few episodes in
0: the last episode spoiler alert (laughs) um he talks to the woman jesus talks to the woman at the well and he's trying to get her to realize that he's the messiah (laughs) and it's just this this quick moment of messiness Mm -hmm. where she's like you're jew and i'm samaritan we don't talk like our races don't talk and he's like but no i'm i'm here to fix that and it's just this back and forth messy dialogue mm-hmm. of like Jesus trying to be like, no, I'm the Messiah and I love you. And she is pushing back because mm-hmm. she feels shame. Yep. She's pushing back because of all of the sins and all of the, the mistakes that she's made. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> like, I just hear me say that I love you and I'm the mm-hmm. Messiah. And then That's she, she gets it and it clicks and she's like, I'm going to tell everyone, and, like, runs back to her village yelling, like, he's the messiah, he loves us, and just all this stuff, and, and all that to say that, like, messiness can look really big, or it could look really small, it could be a conversation that Mm -hmm. feels tense and messy, and there's a lot of pushback, but if you just push
1: through the messiness, it means that you're moving forward. Absolutely, Guys, like, we can have hard conversations, and, yes. like, we can work through hard things, and... Shame tells you that you can't, mm-hmm. but you absolutely can. Yes, and so that's part of, like, creating resilience to shame, Yes, which is, like, this whole, like, process of overcoming it, because, I mean, it's always going to be there right. in this world, you know what I mean? And so, like, instead of just trying to avoid shame, let's learn how to... Work through it and get over it mm-hmm. and overcome it. Yeah. So another way to
0: overcome shame <clears throat> is to learn your identity, like we've talked about, um, and and be able to have the difference between I am bad and I did something bad.
1: Yes. It, that's so important. They're two different things. They are. And that's where shame comes from, is focusing on the I am bad part yes. rather than the i done something but it's not who I am yeah or something bad has been done to me Mm,
0: yes yeah they're they're two different things and so if you if you can just dig deep do the hard work where is your identity stored in right now is Mm -hmm. it in your job is it in your your children or your your marriage your relationship finances your success your your social standing Mm -hmm. what is your identity and is it in something that is solid or is it in something that can be easily stripped away?
1: Mm hmm.
0: Because you were. Well. I was going to say you were not bad, but. <laughs> there, are, you, there are some um, different things out there. The majority of people are not bad people. Right.
1: Yes. They do bad things. Yes. But. Anyway, that's like a whole different podcast. Yeah, that's podcast a topic, whole other so. thing. Shouldn't even gone there. The third thing to work on is self talk. Ugh, oh, yes.
0: This has been my biggest thing yeah. in life. Is how do you talk to yourself?
1: Mm. How hard
0: are you on yourself? What are you nice to yourself? Like, like think of some of the things that you have said to yourself in your mind. Just thoughts that you've had about yourself. Would you ever in a million years say that
1: to somebody else? Mm -mm. My answer is probably no. No, it's crazy. I actually started reading this book called Try Softer. And the whole concept behind it is like God has compassion towards us. Other people has compassion towards us. But so often, like, we don't have compassion for ourselves. Yeah. And so it's like taking this concept of learning how to have compassion for yourself when you're working through trauma and pain and different things. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things she talks about is how like, we're always so focused on trying harder, right? Like I need to try Mm. harder to get over this. I need to try harder to get through this. And she's like, what if we tried softer? Mm. And I was like, good that's good i don't know how to do this
0: but i'm gonna read this book so maybe you'll tell me yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh it's so good and because we do we have to be nice to ourselves if we're constantly beating ourselves down and and saying all these mean awful things to ourselves we're not gonna go anywhere and it's just gonna get worse Mm -hmm. it's like we're,
1: we're our own bully yeah anyway um and so another thing is to guard what's, what you allow to like take root inside you from what other people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause ultimately, you know,
0: we don't want to be shame inducing people, mm-hmm. right? Like we want to do everything that we can to be safe, right? to not bring shame mm-hmm. on somebody, to never say like, you should be ashamed of yourself right. or things like that or, um, we don't want to be shame inducing people, but at the end of the day, we know that not everybody is like that. Mm-hmm. And so you could go to the grocery store and have an, an encounter with somebody and then there's shame that tries yep. to come and hit you. And this is where we have to become shame resilient. Mm-hmm. Like we Brene Brown talks about this in her book Daring Greatly. I
1: know. (laughs) You have to
0: become shame resilient because you can't control everybody. You can't control what they say to you
1: but you can control what you allow to take root in your heart and in your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah you know like how we've talked about like these examples of like what people have said in different seasons Mm -hmm. and how like that's caused shame. Looking back now you know what I mean? Like we can be like oh just because you said that doesn't mean, like, I have to allow myself to feel a certain way from what you've said. Yes. Like, I can know that shame isn't who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, maybe what I did was bad, or so what if I'm dealing with mental health or whatever? Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean that I am bad or that um, I shouldn't feel a certain way. Yeah. Because... Your actions don't define you, mm-hmm. which is a whole
0: other podcast. Maybe we yes. should do a podcast on identity. I don't know, but... I feel like there's several podcasts within this podcast <laughs> that we can do. <laughs> Who you are does not... Or, I mean, what you do does not define you, yeah. and and shame will tell you otherwise. It will. So, it's, it's really... It's up to us... No one else is going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. It's up to us to become shame resilient. It's up to us to name it, speak it, bring it into the
1: light, and then watch what you let in from other people. Absolutely. And so we talked about this in, you know, like, more serious ways, but, like, shame can happen in a lot smaller, like, seemingly insignificant ways. Oh, like man. Destiny and I were talking about how... um, Before we decided to change the name of this podcast, Mm. right? So, like, it was called 10 Reasons, and um, we've known all along that it should have been named It's Just Life Podcast. Yeah. Um, But when we were talking about making that change, like, we didn't want to do it because immediately it was oh, well, what are other people going to think about that? Right. Like, we're a failure because we're not having to change the name because yeah. what we decided on isn't working. Right.
0: Yeah. It it comes in and, and all these little yeah. holes,
1: it just, like, sneaks in there. Yeah. And you just, like, whack-a-mole. Bam! Exactly. And so, like, in this specific incident, it was if we would have just decided, you know, oh, well, let's not rename it because, you know, fear and all of these other things. Yeah. Then, like, that would have been allowing shame, like, to keep us silent. Yeah. And to keep us from moving.
0: And, I mean, imagine this podcast in 10 reasons. Like, it right. wouldn't have 10 reasons yes. shame sucks. Okay. Now what? Like, <laughs> right? Like, it's a bully. We, everyone <laughs> pretty – if you ask someone what shame, like, if, if it's good or bad, they're going to say it's bad. Like, yeah. there's no way for us to be like – 10 definitions of shame or it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know
1: what I mean? This,
0: this is what we feel called to do with the podcast is discussion Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't going to work. No. But if we would have let shame hold us back, we'd still be
1: doing 10 reasons (laughs) of stuff. Yep. Then we may not have even had an episode about shame yeah because <laughs> we, we couldn't could. figure it out <laughs> yep we would have been shaming ourselves for <laughs> not being able to come up with 10 reasons pretty much
0: so so yeah become shame resilient you can do it we can, can do, do it. it everyone can do it
1: Thank you so much for listening to episode 5. We hope you enjoyed all of the hard-hitting shame details. Yeah, because it's a bully that needs to be punched in the face. Papa. So, punched in the face, guys. Become shame resilient. Yeah. we can do it. I can do it. We can do it. <laughs> I think that's actually how we ended it. <laughs> oh, <how funny. laughs> anyway, so this is how we're gonna end it again. <laughs> we hope this is helping you
0: um we've gotten a couple of like people who reach out and have said things about how this has helped them um so if you have anything like
1: that please like we want to know it's very encouraging to us absolutely or i mean you know even i guess if you have something slightly more like critical to like say, a critique yeah yeah just be nice yeah we will not let you make us feel shame no (laughs) (laughs) so it'll be a good learning teaching moment
0: for both of us so (laughs) if you know us tell us in person send us a text or a dm um or you can go to anchor.fm slash it's just life it's one word no spaces it's just life um and let us know because it we like that and here's the deal we really are practicing using Mm -hmm. our voices and so to hear that it's potentially helping somebody is like
1: it's so mind-blowing yeah like who (laughs) knew
0: so let us know and yeah again we're just learning to use our voice and we hope that this inspires you to use yours too bye